1: a ton of encouragement and maybe a little inspiration.
0: Today's podcast is Starting Camp, Mommy Motions. I'm so happy to catch this very special mommy moment with two fabulous moms on the first week of summer camp, the first time their toddlers are being dropped off at school. Yes, they've been through our transition program and were as prepared as they could be for the first day and first week. And yes, their children are happy and thriving. But it's a very big week and I loved hearing the depth of emotions they felt this week and all the ways they expressed their emotions. We talk a lot about big feelings for toddlers, but today we get to talk about big feelings for moms. And I want everyone to know all those big feelings are normal and they are absolutely right. I'm at the square table with Alexis Geller and Anessa Panzer and I'm gonna start with with Alexis. Tell me that whole range of emotions starting with Monday and today is Friday. How's this week? See,
1: but technically it started Sunday. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to say anything, it started like six months ago, but, and I was counting down the days. No. Um, but you were also, a ch- you were very excited.
0: You weren't one of those hesitant moms that said, I don't know if I'm ready for my daughter to go to school yet.
1: Oh, no, she was completely ready. Like, she, she was. Ready. was Ready, and like, you
0: knew that there, there was no question of is this too young, is this too early? Yeah, I, there was no guilt over I should be with her all the time.
1: Yeah, In the no, sheds. I didn't. But the it, emotions, I didn't have that. The whole thing is for 22 months, literally, Sophia and I everywhere that I go, Sophia goes like that's just that's the bottom line. Like, that's always been it. I think I could count on my hand five times that I've been away from her for more than three hours there's one that I've been away from her for a day that's literally it and like it's always been the two of us and I um I told my husband Adam I was like you know no big deal she's gonna be fine I was like I'm gonna be an absolute mess so you knew six months ago and then Sunday what happened so Sunday um being a previous preschool teacher you know i had to get and we just moved so i unpacked all our books and i had um the kissing hand and i read the kissing hand and i read um first day jitters and it's the funniest book so kissing hand she went through the whole book and it was really cute because it's about this raccoon and he goes to school and he and his mom and him share this special thing and they both kiss each other's palm of their hands so that they always have like each other with them during the day, so if they forget, just look down your hand. Yeah, so we read that book, and she went and She like started to understand it, and she wanted me to keep kissing her hand, and it was amazing. And then the first day jitters. It was my favorite book as a teacher because the entire book you're reading it, and it's about this person and the the man in the story is telling, you know, this person to get up out of bed and it's time to go to school and it's their first day at a new school and everything, and then you find out at the very end that it's the teacher. (laughs) So it's the class being introduced to the teacher. Mm -hmm. So I always thought that was cute because it's role reversal. Like, an adult can be nervous and scared for the first day of school. That being said, I... Not even once did I worry about her during the day. Not once did I get upset about it. It's just you have this appendage on you, 22 months, and then all of a sudden they're not there. Like, I checked my car seven times. Like, I went to the store and I kept checking to make sure I didn't leave her in the car. And I, like, would... Text my husband. I'm like, um, so what do I do now? Like, what do I do? So you didn't start with a plan of what to do for the day. Oh, I had. Yeah, I'm a mom. Of course, I had a plan. <laughs> like I had this
2: long, like five page list that, of course, I'm going to get done in three hours. But yeah, I had I had a plan that I thought it was going to take me three hours to do, and it took me about an hour and a half. Now, mm-hmm. then I was like, okay, now what? <laughs>
0: because you forget how much how much easier it is you forget, to do it when and, and you don't have, have that toddler. With and you. I
2: have a second child. I have an infant. And I forgot that, you know, the toddler is what slows me down. Really, the infant doesn't slow me down that much. I mean, yeah, there's the in and out with the car seat, but that's a lot faster when the child's not fighting back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and wanting yeah. to walk on their own. wanting to walk on their own. And yeah. And all things. of that.
0: So. Okay. So, Anessa, were you feeling emotional?
2: You know, I, I'm the opposite. Well, not totally the opposite of Alexis, but I, I'm not the teacher mom. I make like your typical everyday mom, but I'm kind of the laid back mom, per se. It. I wasn't nervous, I was really excited, but I knew deep down that it was going to hit the day of, mm-hmm. you know, so I wasn't nervous going into it, I definitely knew, I have like one of the most independent child children ever, um, she wanted to hold her bottle alone at four months old, like, she doesn't need mommy, she doesn't want mommy unless she can't reach something, two or powerful,
0: fearless, independent very. girls are <laughs> besties beside besties, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: so, I, I I wasn't nervous for her. I and I wasn't nervous for me either. I mean, I, like I said, I have another infant at home, so I kind of, I'm not as emotional this time around because I'm like I, I have another one. You I have another one. I can get emotional on the over the
0: sofas before we came in.
2: But yeah, so at the same time that I wasn't nervous for her and I wasn't scared. I'm also looking around at all of these other moms that are super emotional and, and getting all into it and getting so sad and they miss their kids and I'm wondering what's wrong with me? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> like, why do I feel this way? Right,
0: right. <laughs> And, and that's what I want to talk about today is just how every mom, every dad has that whole range of emotions and perspectives. And so there are dads in that hallway, too, who weren't able to stay, who, who also feel big emotions about this first step. Um, the two people who weren't able to be here with us today were the ones who kind of motivated this conversation. Uh, but then I want to come So I want to share that story because I'm thinking that all you guys are worried about your children which kind of you're not, but you are, but you're not, of, you know, of course it's about the children, but that it's, but that the emotions of this week and this day sometimes blindside parents. And that's why I wanted to get it on the record because the other two moms who, one's at the pediatrician this morning and one's traveling, when they left B'nai Torah, they were both sobbing in their cars and flashing lights at each other on 18th Street to pull over so that they could find out if the other person was as sad and as falling apart as they are. <laughs> so, And, and when, they, when they finally got... When When they pulled off the road, the one mother could actually hang up with her husband and go, Okay, never mind. You don't have to hold my hand. I have a friend to go through this with. So, Alexis, you were actually texting your husband during the day.
1: Yeah, I want to say I called my mom the entire day. Your mom. Like, I was on the phone. I called my mom, I want to say, at least six times. Like, every store I left, I called her. And I was like, Okay, fill my day. Like, tell me what you're doing. What What are you doing? And, like, I... I don't know like it's a whole different so with Sophia I tried to take like every like emotion aside and like completely just go She this is perfect for her like that she needs this and I like I said I didn't worry about her yeah. it wasn't necessarily worrying about her I knew at 12 o'clock I was going to pick her up and she was going to be here and she was going to be fine Um but it's the whole, I don't know, like, what? It, it's just, it's, like, this void. Like, what the what the yes. hell do you do? And there, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with you not feeling as much <laughs> as <laughs> there's completely
2: nothing wrong. Because I remember, um... I'm more curious about, like, well, like, to be a fly on the wall. Like, yeah, I, I want to watch them like, without them knowing I'm <laughs> Exactly. You want I want to be a s- that creeper. We, we knew <laughs> about it because right, you, you want them to
0: have full independence right. and you want yeah. but you and that is the big black hole of going to school yeah. no matter how well a school communicates with you 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 You're not don't there. get to see hear feel every yeah. moment so
2: in transition that. class you know it's, it's an hour and a half and we're not even out for the full hour and a half so the it's it's definitely a big jump from going from like say 45 minutes to an hour to all of a sudden three hours in Alex's case in my case four and a half hours yes I, I'm like, what is she doing? Is she okay? Is she happy? Is she sad? What is she loving to do? What's her favorite color of the today? You know, what food is she eating? And it's, I'm sitting there just thinking, okay, this is where she is now. What's she doing? Does and she like it? And, and and I think part of what
0: I want this experience to be for the listeners is to know those questions, that curiosity, that transition for you is really, really essential and important. But just because you have the question, what's she doing now? Doesn't mean that you should have the answer, what she doing now. Where some parents out there in the world, hypothetically, are like, why are why is Hypothetically? Why isn't the this- school, <laughs> school, <laughs> yeah. like, oh. school communicating? Why am I not yeah. getting pictures? Why how can I not know? Um, and yeah. isn't it isn't a teacher's responsibility to make this transparent for me. And and I think that what you get to experience. Um, Anessa, is this idea of how do I let go, how do I feel it, ask it of myself, and then let go of the expectation that they have to fill that void for me, because I don't think a school ever can, and part of the beauty, well, I'll come to you, okay, Alexis has something to say, <laughs> but there is something about that letting go, which is which is trust, which yeah. is saying, yeah. um, I, I have to. Th- there is this small change in our world, where that your daughters now have a separate world that is just for them, not the same, not equal, but loving, kind, mm-hmm. exciting, filled with wonder, joy, and problem solving. And you can't know every piece of it. <gasps> Can you let go of that? How How does that
2: feel That's from Monday part. to Friday? That's honestly the hard part. Is is For me, okay. So, what do you what What do you do when you feel those feelings? I'm trying to dig as much out of her as I can. You know, I'm asking her questions, but, you know, Madison's not quite as verbal enough okay, yet to fully communicate that to me, so it's more like yes, no questions. And and I'm trying, like, who did you play with? Like, what did you eat? What was your favorite part of the day? And she just blankly looks at me. I love it. And, and, and not that,
0: I mean, we'll, we all have a million strategies and tips and all those yeah. things of how do you engage children even when they are incredibly verbal and reflective about those experiences. But even all the way through oh, early elementary, so much of it is about how will you sit back with patience uh, and let it come out when it comes out. You're going to know who her friends are over the course of the summer.
1: Well, I was about to say, because I just talked to one of my friend's daughters, who's six, and I was like, so how was camp? Good. I'm like, oh, good. So it's like talking to Sophia. (laughs) It's, yeah, so <laughs> oh, I know it'll never change, because I'm pretty sure I was the same way. <laughs>
0: you will find out, because as mothers and as fathers, yeah. parents are connected to how it's going, but it still requires... Doing it now on your children's terms more than on your terms. Or, um, and and again, that idea of like, I am here in some small way was not my intention, but but I'm feeling it now to say, (laughs) as a representative of the school, to say, you know what? there is a little bit or a lot of letting go as part of this process
2: yeah. um, so more than i was planning
0: on <laughs> more than you were planning and and i see that on facebook cuz i see people saying i don't know this i don't know this how come i don't know this the, you know i don't yeah. and you certainly and we can talk about that too is when you see somebody else sharing something on social media about the school experience or the camp experience and you think How come they knew that before me?
1: And then there's this. I can get to that. Go for it. Go for it. (laughs) No, well, the one thing I was going to say before that was I think the entire day, Monday, like the actual first day, I was so anxious about pickup like that I think that was the whole thing and it was nothing to do with oh my gosh is she gonna be crying is she gonna be doing it? I was so worried I was gonna miss it like I was sure so, that makes sense I was like so worried sense. the
2: entire day I was not, I said she even texted me she was, like, she was like do I have enough time to do this and this before I head there here's where I, was I am like, and I, I mean
1: I haven't left the corner of Powerline and Hillsboro the best week because that's where Thank I've been where Target and Starbucks and then I went shopping to Marshall's T.J. Maxx, and my husband goes. You might have to get something else to do other than spending our money. And it dangerous.
0: is so interesting. And I don't. It has to. It can't just be a bokeh phenomena. But there is no doubt in my mind that shopping. It, it, it becomes oh, shopping a time. Yeah. It is shopping therapy, and it is that idea that it fills. It does yeah, feel oh, a very addictive emotional.
2: It need. was totally done on purpose that I scheduled our mommy and me for my baby during camp. Love it.
0: Because yeah, <laughs> I needed yeah. something else to do. I love it. All right, and I love this conversation because both of you have very different um, connections to the emotions, to the experience, to the transition. Um, and what I want to, what I'm hearing, Alexis, and I don't know. Um, some of it is just change in routine. And, and absolutely, I think just being able yeah. to articulate the will I miss pickup,
1: you know. Yeah, I mean, that that's what made me paranoid. And then by Tuesday, you know, I woke her up in the morning because I'm trying to keep her on a schedule. And then she was screaming. And I'm like, do you want to go back to school today? Because by all means, I will put you in the car and you can go <laughs> back to school. <laughs> which can't, which isn't true. So now I know it's, it's not. not <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but in my head, I was saying, it. I didn't actually say it to her. Oh, but good, I was good, like, good. Yeah. The frustration. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, go scream
0: at them. Exactly. So all those contradictory feelings, and there was a a Facebook post this morning about how two-year-olds can't be consistent with their emotions, their choices, and their behavior. And what I'm seeing parents write is, well, how about if I'm consistent? How about if I don't become crazy? And I'm like, excuse me, there's no way to be a parent and not be contradictory and crazy. So I want to say you really have to get comfortable, you don't have to, but being aware of all these complications emotions to me yeah. is a very exciting process wait so i want to come back I, 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 there's On so social much media
1: <laughs> but wait, I, want, I still
0: want to do that was monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday and, and my other underlying question for you specifically is is this about is this just about the transition the change in your day-to-day routine the loss of this this side-by-side buddy and friend and but or is it also a part of now i'm moving into a different part of my mom role and, and I'm not, you know, like, is it bigger? Is it about the role that says, you know, like, uh, what am I supposed to do with my time? If my daughter's away from me (sighs) nine, nine hours a week. (laughs)
1: Um, the whole thing stems down to, I don't know if I'm going to have this again. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to be blessed with another child. I don't, this, she's my one and only right now. And then I think in my head, I don't know if I could do this again. Right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> like, I was thinking, I think it was last night. And my mom always told me when she was pregnant with me. And she had my brother. She would call up her mom and go, "I don't know if I could love another child." And I was like, "I don't, I don't, I don't know if I could." It like, is, I, that I, is
0: the universal question of second pregnancy. You totally can. No,
1: <laughs> I know you totally can. But, like but, I get it. Like and, my.
0: But the guilt and the doubt when you're when you're imagining loving a second child yeah. before a second child is is in your life, it, it's powerful and strong. Um, Like
1: Adam was saying, he goes, well, there's only one of you. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, well, I'm only ever going to have one wife. Like when you have to split your emotion between two kids now, that's different. Like he was like, I filled the checkbox of wife and now I filled the checkbox of child. What, you know, how do you split that? And um, like we talked about it and like having another child and all that. And I was like, I don't, yes, hopefully one day we can. Like, that would be the ultimate, like, yes, we can have another child. But, like, right now I treat her like she's going to be, this is it. Like, so I take every day that I'm with her and I take every, like, oh, I was going to say, I I take every, like, moment that, like, the first day. I try and suck up all the emotions of, like, the first day because I don't know if I'm going to have it again.
0: So a lot of this experience of missing Sophia by your side is about the end the poss- the possible ending of 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 this stage for her and this time in your life as a mom.
1: Yeah, like I don't know if I'm ever gonna have this again. No. So hopefully I will. And like in my mind, I feel like yes, we will, but I don't know.
0: yeah, it's it's so interesting because I'm trying to imagine the bigness of that emotion yeah. in rela- in, 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 as part of the transition drop-off. Because I'm not sure that teachers could ever understand the depth of those feelings that mothers or fathers or parents out there individually feel that when you go through any transition, it's monumental. And it, and it stirs stuff. That you know, you're thinking about second baby, you're already, you're talking to dad about like how will we have enough love while you're while you while your heart is outside of yourself and she's yeah. at school. So it's just I mean, it's just so revealing. Um and I can't it's 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 in some ways I'm like blown away by the
2: depth of, of all that you're feeling this week. And I, I I had I had at one point two under two. So like I had two babies. You know, and and doing this transition. You had I a little insurance thing going. I had it. A little, so I had the insurance thing in the sense that like I know I'm going to go through this at least one more time, mm-hmm. possibly again one day, who knows. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I, I started off like you know, I guess this year with with two babies, and now you know, I you know I drop off in class, you know, the first day, and she's crying like everybody else, and I'm like oh, and so the next day it's pouring rain Wednesday, and I decide okay, you know what, I'm going to try Caroline, and then all of a sudden. You know, she gets out of the car with, with whatever counselor came to the car and, and she goes, Bye mommy. Like like nothing like no big deal. I can do this. I'm a pro. And I'm just sitting there and it took me a minute before I started my car back up again. I'm like, oh my God, I don't have two babies anymore. Yeah. I have yeah. I have a, a big girl yeah. and a baby. Yeah.
0: And and I and, and to me that is a challenge for many parents when their child just waves goodbye and it's like, wait a second. You don't you fe- I mean you can separate your feelings, your needs from their feelings and needs, but it's but it's a little wait a minute, can't you need me as much as I right. need you in this second? And, and, I, and I not th- that you want to hold them back, but I thank the rain for
2: pushing me to do that because <sighs> I you know, I thought about doing it because you know I have the baby in the car, that's a whole process to get yeah. the baby out to walk her in, but the rain really said, No, you have no choice. You're you're not getting soaked and the baby soaked, you're you're doing car line. Mm-hmm. And after walking her in today to come in to do the podcast, I realized yeah, I need to do Carline. Like she is much happier, much more ready to start the day when I pulled the band-aid off and just let her grow up.
0: <laughs> and and for anybody that doesn't know, I mean we say it all the time here, carpool Is much harder for the parents, um, but it's a much easier separation for the children because they leave you instead of you leaving them in that classroom and giving them that power, giving them that that clean pull-off-the-band-aid separation rather than the slow, torturous walk (laughs) down the hallway that's almost like walking the plank. Um, You know, it just makes that transition and the emotional experiences more complicated, Um, so... Bravo, bravo!
1: It also adds like twenty minutes onto
0: your day just trying to get down the
1: hallway. There you go.
0: <laughs> and, and how wonderful if you give yourself permission yeah. to take those twenty minutes rather than to torture yourself and say no, no, no. Like I have to be here for every piece of this process.
1: Um, yeah, no, but it's like twenty twenty-five. And I Monday I. We dropped her off, and I got to the car. I'm like, oh, my God, it's already 9.45. <laughs> it's like half my, my time. Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Three hours is not very much. I mean. That's why it, I opted for the 1.30
1: makeup. <laughs> it's enough. Like, it, it's enough. For, t- for this week. For first session. For Yeah, for her first session. And, like, when I pick her up, I bring her home, and I don't forget to eat. Like, I was telling Nessa. Like, I texted her, I'm like, I would forget to eat. Yeah, like yeah. I was, I'm known for that. Like Adam would, before Sophia would text me when I had like summers off and I was working at home on teacher projects and he was like, did you eat? And I'm like, oh crap, it's three o'clock. I forgot to eat lunch. Yeah, like I yeah. just, I forget to eat. Right. So with her, I make her lunch. I make me lunch. I We eat and then she goes off to nap and then I don't see her again until five, five thirty. So. And it shows you how much she brought structure. Uh, uh, to your life. It's almost like this extra bonus gift that she brought. She causes me to slow down in a good way. Like she, she, it really
2: helps me ground myself I, I guess you could I say. Love it. I feel like Madison eats lunch better away from me than she does with me. Which I feel like I pack her lunch and I make sure to include a vegetable a fruit uh, like a protein and she actually eats it at camp whereas at home she kind of picks over it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like good go eat please. The <laughs> social power of sitting at that,
0: at that at that lunch table is really really big. Okay so let's talk about social media and uh, what if somebody gets information first what's the what stands
2: out for you in terms of this experience? Jealousy. Through social media. <laughs> I we saw I, I saw someone post a picture the very first day of camp, and I the immediate feeling was super jealousy is, I want to know what my kid is doing, and luckily my kid was in the background of the photo, so I got kind of excited, but it took a while to like <sighs> yeah. examine that photo to really see that it was my kid in the background. Jealousy. <laughs> and I did that.
0: Fairness. You know, this idea of, like, when you have twins, that rule is always, you know, um, same, fair isn't same, because everybody can't do the same for every child, every, yeah. but in a classroom dynamic, it even gets bigger. Different teacher personalities, different teacher strengths, different priorities, different parent yeah. in, engagement, and so what happens is, you know, and, and you know that from a teacher perspective, like, how do we all as a teacher team make sure we're giving, How you know, you don't want one bulletin board, you know, teachers compete <laughs> over bulletin boards, not here, but in elementary school, <laughs> I'm
1: not gonna lie. I my I was known to have the Pinterest-worthy room. Because like that you, was just my room. You and don't like,
0: want one parent to feel like they're getting something more or better yeah. from some other teacher, and yet all teachers' strengths are not the same. And so each teacher has to meet each child's needs, but it's going to look different. Um, je- so are we done? You want to talk more about jealousy? Because I think that this is huge. And, and I even decided today I want to do a, a a podcast on fear of missing out. Like the idea of like can. We all, how do we all make sure that we're getting equal experiences in life so that we're not missing out valuable connections, relationships, or being the best parent we can be? Jealousy.
1: I hate social media. I will just say that. Like, when, I I do. I told Anessa that I'm disconnecting from the world more. Like, I just, I will forget my phone in a different room. I don't touch it. Adam has very much been like, no, it, it, it's toxic. Like, social media is toxic. And as much as I will post a photo, I try and disengage from it. Like, yes. um, I'm tired of starting my conversations with my husband going, did you see that post today? Like, <laughs> right,
2: right, right. <laughs> daily occurring. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did,
1: did you see what happened on Facebook? And he's like, no, I had other things going on. But, like, it, it's become. It is toxic. In, I mean, it's beneficial.
0: It's it's valuable. It has an enormous purpose in our lives that's positive. I'm not anti technology, anti social media. However, and I and I have to give a plug for the podcast from two weeks ago on unplugging. I did it with a mom, educator, and inspiring human being who said her family is different because they unplug on a regular basis. Their connection to themselves, to each other, to what they know in terms of social skills, emotional skills, life skills, and just an integrity and honesty within themselves cannot be accomplished if you are always plugged in cuz no. the the ability to reflect the ability to go th- I'm having this reaction to social media to to this experience name and I, and this jealousy I mean I think I think it is it is part I have new research that that I've been following that says social media intentionally creates a fear of missing out and this anxiety because it keeps you plugged in okay. it, so there are Ethicists that work for Google about how do we how do we
1: ethically create the changes that we're creating in our world. So it's not even social media though, because I'll say my <sighs> jealousy, my upsetness, didn't come from like it's Facebook. human. It's human. Well, I got a text message from somebody with a photo of my child and their child. Okay. And I was like, well, how did you get this? Like, where'd you get it from? Like, (laughs) I want this photo. Sure. And I was like, why were you the only one? Do they not have my phone number? Do they not have this? Do do they not know who my child is? Like, do they not... Like how This is big.
0: Okay, so let me hear, hear, hear how you worked through that process. And then, of course, oh, well I, want, then I want to say
1: some things about it, too. <laughs> when went the text message tree. I was like, did you get a photo to this person? And I went, did you get a photo to this person? I'm like, I didn't get a photo. Okay, which which is
0: an escalation strategy. Oh like, Yeah, it okay. totally drove
1: me nuts for like three hours. <laughs> but, I mean, I will tell you, the preschool teacher in me, And this is not saying anything about the program or anything like that because, again... It felt unfair. It felt unprofessional to you. Well, the program that I taught at and what they were required to keep up with because of the clientele, I would have to... I mean, if you saw it, you would think it was like a novel every day. Every day, Mm -hmm. parents got at least seven photos from the classroom, and it wasn't individual photos. Yes, it might have been... You know, boy A, boy B, boy C, and none of the girls in the class. But, like, let's just say a group of shot of these boys, but they at least knew what was going on. Like, that was the whole thing. I was like, I don't even care if I get a photo of my child. Like, I have $5 billion to make up for my day. But I want to know... While you, s- while you while yeah. you said train room, what what's a train room? Like, what does it look like? Yeah. Like, what do a, they do in the train? Yeah, room? Yeah, is it a giant room full of trains? Is it like just little trains? Did they go in the hallway? Is that the train room? Perfect. Like, perfect. That's all I wanted to know. I was like, I could care less, but I, just give me something to talk about because, I mean, you as want to non-verbal, be able to follow up as, and have
0: the conversation and communication, and you and with photos, you can actually like point to them and share them and oh, help yeah. your child reflect on the experience as well.
1: And it, it wasn't even that, like, I, I got into the habit of saying, did you play with this child? Did you play with this child? Did you see this person? I mean, it's to the point where now if I say, do you want to go play with Madison last night? She grabbed her shoes and her socks and was at the, the front door at 830 <laughs> at night and only a diaper, <laughs> screaming to go to school. Right, right, right. I'm like, well, we can't go to school right. now. And she, like, threw herself on the floor having a complete temper tantrum. She didn't understand why she couldn't go to school.
0: Okay, I'm loving this conversation, and this conversation is not the way I thought it was going to go, which is why I love the podcast, but you guys are teaching me and many, many people new things today because I think while there is all those separation emotions, what what I'm learning from this conversation is we also live in a a culture of anxiety um, because of technology because yeah. of phones, because of sharing, and, and there is so much to be aware of. So there's many pieces to this. There's our piece as an early childhood program, understanding how we're communicating and the glitches and the transitions that we're going through now in terms of communicating. Uh, and then the, the, the idea that I want to focus on for us today is the parent side of what do you do when you feel that anxiety over, you know, like, I am jealous, I'm not okay with this, and why did that happen this way, you know, and, and are we all okay through this? You spend
1: three hours going crazy. Well, that, you spend And then three hours you're another cup of coffee into the day.
2: <laughs> and so, then we're also, we're, we're lucky enough that we were in a transition program and we know you Mom- we, know, we know the moms yeah, in we the know, class and we're, we're able, we're able to support other. each other yes. and text each other and like, well, what do you think we should do? How do you think we should handle it? Should we wait? Should we see if it gets better because it's the first week? Like, yeah, we, we're able to connect with each other. I mean, I will say all of us did
1: come into agreement. That it is the first week, and like, yes, ultimately the highest priority is get to know my kid. Like, mm-hmm. know you know who know who my child is. I okay, so you weren't able to snap forty five million photos because I don't know you have nine other kids in the classroom. By all means, I understand that. Like, Sally might have been throwing herself on the floor. There's no kid named Sally, by the way, but <laughs> they herself on the floor. Or like little little Johnny over there is like crying the entire day. I'd rather you yeah. comfort that child so then trying to take a photo. I
0: am grateful that you guys are the ones at the table with me because you are telling me we did the grown up thing. We we didn't overreact. <laughs> okay, well let's start. Let's start with that. I <laughs> know it's grown up. <laughs> we did the grown up thing, which is we will give the school, the teachers, these situations the benefit of the doubt. We oh, yeah. will wait yeah. and try to manage our emotions with each other. We're not. I mean, in this world today, there is no way that I would encourage or expect parents out there to be alone in the emotional struggles. And this podcast is about big parent emotions. So I'm so glad that we've got things on the table that I did not expect. So it's pretty (laughs) exciting. And the idea out there, which I think is the long-term thing, because I know it happens even for elementary moms or especially for elementary moms where you don't have checks and balances and a community asking and wanting to support and and be your partner in this. You have to take responsibility with each other, for each other, and then to evaluate what's the most constructive way to respond. So yeah, that is the grown-up Response And I thank you for that. Um, but you're still laughing that it didn't feel very grown-up-y.
1: Well, you know what it came down to? And I wouldn't say that we all went crazy. I would say that we were all reasoning with each other. Like We were all
2: closet crazy moms. Yeah, name. I mean, that, that's you. just... And
0: closet crazy, he is... There are two things about Closet Crazy uh, because I have a parent-child program. Uh, My mission in life is to see me, hear me, love me, the children, but never, ever forget that see me, hear me, love me means parents as well because you cannot be separated on this journey because in our world, the struggle is real. That's all I can say. Uh, And so anybody that wants you to do it or expects parents to do it, the old way which is focus on the kids forget about yourselves that ain't gonna happen in this world because you are in a parenting fishbowl you are in parent the anxiety that is that is being pumped into your lives every day is beyond anything that past generations ever felt so what i want to say about closet crazy is Everybody's closet crazy in our world, I believe. And, and what happens is sometimes you can take the deep breath, you can pause, you can go through that emotional literacy, emotional problem-solving, or social-emotional experiences and work through it, and, and you will have deeper, better relationships with your mom friends, with your, with your connections, with your communities, be they real or be they online. That's one scenario. The other is closet crazy percolates for a while, and then it comes out. <laughs> and it comes out sometimes in ways that, of course, schools, institutions, businesses never anticipate or expect. Yeah. And sometimes it comes out in ways you don't expect. And that makes it all a really complicated world.
1: I told you. And like, whatever, how many years, 12 years from now, yeah, twelve. Am, I'm moving in with her. Like we're gonna be in the dorm room together. <laughs> it's so funny because I cannot imagine two.
0: Parents or families that have gone out of their way to honor and respect the independence, fearlessness, and assertiveness of their children so that you are closet clingy is, is, is just um, very, very, very funny. Oh,
1: yeah. Me. She will never know this. She
2: will <laughs> never know this. But Unless she, she listens to this like something in the But she bit. will.
0: <laughs> because emotions don't lie and right brains read right brains yeah. and that's why i'm here to say that that i am so happy we get a whole podcast on mom emotions
2: i can't, I can't wait till madison goes, goes to like different activities by herself and doesn't have to do mommy and me everything but at the same time I'm like oh but i but I, can i watch like but here's
0: what <laughs> just one final th- mo- comment from me about the the separation <laughs> That is, not only are you mothers, but you are daughters. And you know that. But you
1: think I was on the phone with my mom every like half an hour of Monday. It will change how you're
0: connected, (laughs) it will change how you each need each other. But the connection will never go away. It just goes through transformations and growths and and, and a beautiful, beautiful mom, daughter, mom, son, parent, child journey. So (laughs) we're making her cry.
1: No, I was just (laughs) thinking of my mother. No, because I, I, I talk to my mom at least, I want to say, 17 times a day. Like, it is without a doubt I am on the no phone no. with her or FaceTime <laughs> with her 17 million times a day. So, uh, just a quick snippet, sorry. So, it's Wednesday, I, like, had an epiphany. I was like, oh, my God, i go get blood work done for the doctor next month without having to drag Sophia, my mom's like, yeah, you know, you're, you're going to start realizing you have a little freedom. And I was like, she goes, how does it feel? I'm like a little weird. She's like, yeah, wait until, you know, all your kids leave the nest. It feels empty. I am like,
0: Stop. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, I know you're off to other classes and things <laughs> like, to do have- before you have to come back for pickup in a few hours. Um, so let's do the wrap up first let me thank you from the bottom of my heart because you you really opened up something enormous for me today and i appreciate it uh, but how have you got this um uh, the mom emotions the journey the 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 starting this new transition experience for your children alexis how have you got this
1: well, I start work back again next week while she's at school, so I'm sure I'll be fine. Like I just, I, I have timers set in my phone when to pick her up, and it's just getting back into a routine. And then by the time I master it, camp will be over. So and then you'll be a teacher here. Yeah, and then I'll be a teacher here, so yeah. I'll be here all the time anyway. I love. It. I love See, it. I follow her. No,
2: <laughs> you got this because you follow her everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs>
0: Even though you say it'll be better next week, I do want to say I'm so glad to take a moment and celebrate what this week has been for
2: you. Thank you. Anessa, how have you got this? Well, I, I got this because I have another one. <laughs> but, I which is another way of saying really do do I don't really have
1: this. Which I, really means in, like, next year next, we have to redo the podcast. Next, next, <laughs> next,
2: well, a year and a half because she's, she's only uh, seven months old. But So a year and a half from now, come ask me the same question when I don't have another one that I know that I'm going to go through this with. Mm-hmm. But I, I've got this because, you know, I, I'm proud of her. And, you know, and I have a support system and I have my friends and I have the other moms. Support and system. yeah. Okay. But I'm so proud of her. I'm proud of all that she's grown and become and going to become. And, and it's exciting. Yeah. And that's how I got it. Like, I just, I try to let that emotion take over the nervous and the anxiety and the sad.
0: Thank you so very, very much. <laughs> so that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook, That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at Benetor Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and the Follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.